Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the rambunctious reconciler himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Look, we've been doing this trumpet thing since we were kids. We know stuff, and sometimes that stuff was helpful, like really helpful. And we want to share all that information, like all of it. Why? Because we believe that's the way it works. Trumpet players helping trumpet players. And in addition to the Open Bell podcast, we've got all sorts of helpful stuff to get you on the path to great trumpeting and keep you there. Just head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com to join the fun and get better at trumpet. And if you don't mind, next time you're hanging out with your trumpet buddies, don't forget to say WTF, guys. Check it out. And by Dylan Music. Located in Woodbridge, New Jersey, within spitting distance of the Big Apple, is Dylan Music. Serving musicians and music educators since the doors opened in 1992, Steve Dillon and his team of professionals is ready and willing to help you with all of your musical needs. And if you can't make the trip, no worries. Trumpet and brass specialist Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton are awaiting your call and ready to help you in any way possible. Just pick up the phone and dial 732-634-3399 to be in touch with these total rock stars. And because you listen to the Open Bell, you can now get 5% off all your accessories by using the promo code OPENBELL5. Just type in OPENBELL5 to get 5% off your entire accessories order. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and, no offense, we use these segments to render, refute, and reconcile information that we believe is right for both raw and refined trumpeters. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saber, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. Die for one, believe in Chop Saber. The hanging curveball, high fiber and good scotch. Uh-oh. I believe that hashtag 100 Days of no. Practice is self-indulgent and overrated. I go. believe Vincent Bach acted alone. I believe there <laughs> ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing chapstick and the 7C. I believe in Clark studies and opening your presents on Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve. And I believe in long, slow, low notes that last three days. Good night, <laughs> and I'm out. Wow. Wow. That was impressive. Very now, very Go impressive. to www.shopsaver.com and use the promo code BELL for a 15% discount. Promo code. Promo code. There it is. And speaking of baseball adjacent, hey, Brian. <laughs> oh, man, I miss baseball. <laughs> My shoulder doesn't miss me playing. Shoulder's a wreck. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right. I just had a funny thing this week with one of my students. Um, let's call him um, Anthony. As an example. <laughs> As an example. I like it. Although in my studio, there are three Anthonys. So that he's referred to the jerziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> is and, one yeah, of them. Only if you it, call him Anthony. Anthony. That's what <laughs> I was like. Is <laughs> one of them at least Anthony? Hey, Anthony. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony DiMatteis is probably <laughs> Anthony. Yeah. You're saying both of those names wrong, just for the wow. record. Um, he, uh, Anthony, this is Anthony OG. Okay. Because um, he was the first one. And. Um, <laughs> He's working really hard. He sounds really good. And, of course, he's playing cornet. Um, he was playing cornet, and he sounded particularly good on something. He says, I feel like my cornet sound has really changed and opened up. You know, it's like I don't sound like a train horn anymore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm not sure you ever sounded like that. But, you yeah, know, but... when they graduate and get a little bit better <laughs> to the next sound, they're really happy and think that the old one was terrible. Yeah. 
Of course. They said, I'm going to have back. to talk to you about that. And he, I said, I'll, I'll use your name because we use names. He said, you do? <laughs> so yeah. he's not listening? No idea. No, he's listened. He thought we were making them all up. <laughs> he thought we were really that creative with our fictitious names. Exactly. Yes. Anthony. Yes. Come on, man. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Hysterical. Uh, anyway, he sounds great. And it was very funny in his lesson. That's really good. Yeah. Does he have any recordings of him being the train horn? Because I wouldn't mind hearing some of those. If he <laughs> probably, could... he does record himself. So we'll be the does. judge of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We're really we're the judge of everything. But yeah, you that's know. what we do. We judge. <laughs> it's the job. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, Joey. What do you have for us? Well, uh, you know, uh, when when you're listening to this, Christmas, you know, is going gone. You know. We're in the in the midst of, of playing an awful lot in this past weekend. I was out uh, playing with the Boston Brass. Ding. 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 It was an awful Ding. lot of fun. Uh, now, oftentimes, Ding. you know, with the Boston Brass, they you know that's a brass quintet, so they expand. They bring in two extra trumpets, two extra horns, two extra uh, trombones and percussion. So the extra horns and trombones that we got this weekend were from the San Francisco Symphony. Oh, nice, nice. So you know, we get there for the rehearsal and. So we're going to run through the, the opener, the first thing, kind of just run it down quickly. And I actually thought to myself, all right, we're good. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's uh, going to be just and, fine. And, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, you you recognize, like, you know, we've taken a look and, and this stuff. But, uh, I you know, I haven't been, I don't spend a lot of time on the West Coast. So getting to meet these people, you realize, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you realize, of course, having flown a couple of things. Um, oh, I haven't got there yet. Warming up. Uh <laughs> Flying in, so you fly, you know, it's a five-hour flight from from where I am, but I got there early, earlier than the people I was going to be riding with. So what do you do then? You practice. Practice in the airport. That's exactly right. You practice in the airport. So I got the baggage claim, got my stuff, got myself all set up. Uh, Well, your flight was at, oh, my God, o'clock, right? Yeah, my flight was at 7, which means you have to get there at 6, and I live over an hour away from the airport, which means I landed at 9 you know, local time. And perfect so I had a couple of hours, warm-up. but I had yeah, touched my morning. So it's actually worked out rather well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. perfectly comfortable, great way to, you know, spend a couple of hours. How many times are you running into people now that just use their cell phones on speakerphone in oh. public having <laughs> yes. conversations? All the time. <laughs> it's weird, right? It it's is a weird. weird. Thing. <laughs> so I had set up and I was playing so that if you were more than two feet from me, you can't hear because it's ambient noise in an airport. And I've got right. a, you know good practice. Right. And I've got uh, an earbud in with the metronome. Yes. Right? And this person sat down at the chair three feet from me on speaker having a full conversation. <laughs> wow. Oblivious to and that there is anyone else in the universe. And then looking at you as if, like, you're going to need to stop that so I can do this conversation? Oh, no, no. <laughs> and my no, no I don't even think they were aware I was even there. Oh, wow. Because I got up and moved. <laughs> <laughs> it Is it too much effort for, to hold it up to their ear? Or just get earbuds. Like, it's here's the thing. If I were yeah. if I were, like, a rich person, this is what I thought, what would I ever do if I were, like, super rich? Well, here's we're making... Single digits in oh, this yeah. podcast. But so. here's one of the yeah. things I would do. I would have like uh, AirPods with me in my backpack. 
And anybody that does this, I would walk up to and say, you know, there are other people in the universe here and just hand them free AirPods. <laughs> keep like so they'd, extra they'd dozen be mad at me you. for calling them out. But hey, free AirPods. Right. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just not that hard. So, yeah, practice in the airport. And, you know, I, I know that we've talked about practice in, in the past where it's not maybe the ideal. and what, But, hey. Got a couple hours in, and then uh, by the time I got in, we grabbed lunch. By the time I get to the hotel, I only had another hour before I had to go over to a, a two-hour rehearsal. So yeah, that right. was the time to do it. It actually worked really, really well. And almost the same thing in reverse because I ended up taking a red eye back. <laughs> so I, I actually get to the airport and have uh, several hours before I've got to get on a plane. Go get yourself set up, put the practice mm-hmm. unit in, mm-hmm. go to work. And, and what time was was your first administrative meeting in the morning when you got back on your red well, eye? I walked off the plane at 6 a.m. <laughs> and I did have an 11 a.m. meeting nope. in my office. Nope. But I did get home here and practice before that happened. So, yeah. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, back at it. But it, it, was, it was great to be out, great to meet those people. And, and we played this hall in Sonoma. It was at Sonoma State University, which is a copy of Ozawa Hall, meaning the back wall of it opens. Now, it was Uh winter, so of course we didn't open it up, but a gorgeous place to play. Really lovely hall. Great crowd. Yeah, very, very cool. Worthwhile trip. Yeah, well, Sonoma's always a worthwhile trip. I mean, I'm not a wine wine drinker, but it is pretty and kind of cool out there. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, wow. that was a good weekend, fun, stu- uh, fun stuff all around, but uh, that's that was my weekend. Bill, uh, what's up Busy with you? Weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, longtime friend of the podcast, uh, Rich Hartsicker. Ah, Rich oh, yes. Hartsicker. Rich. Dang. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rich, as you know, we, we whether we want to say inspired or instigated Rich, but, you know, he's doing this performer certificate thing. Yeah, now right. Rutgers, he's on all in. So he just did a second recital, I believe. And right, he performed. did. He play, did he play any pieces of note on that? Yeah, he did the he did the unaccompanied thing I wrote for you. Nice. Do we have yeah. a recording of that? Not yet, but oh, I'm hoping to get, get one. He said he'll send it, but I think he did B flat cornet and flugelhorn or some mix of that because mm-hmm. he doesn't do the bass trumpet thing. Awesome. We, we'll get there. You know, we'll get him there. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But I just thought it was pretty cool. Right. That's, That's very, very cool. cool. Piece being like done again, and that and that Rich is all in with this man. So How I don't do you know get what that piece approved. His teacher went for it. I know. Maybe they don't have a process. Yeah. Yeah, they don't Maybe have the uh, they don't have that list where what grade is that piece and I think it's it good by the committee. Yeah, what grade? Well, it depends on whether you want it in tune or not. He's, he's studying with Kenny there? I think Kenny so, DeCarlo? yeah. I, f- I think that's I think what so. he was telling us on the way yeah. in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Have you guys heard Kenny's um little thing from Landris Brass? He's doing the the opening of uh of uh, Halsey Stevens. No. Just no. spectacular low G. <laughs> yeah, no. he, I, just this outrageous. is how I this is how I met Kenny. I don't know Kenny well. Uh he was in town uh, the last time Cleveland Orchestra was here. And yes. there was you know a hang, no offense to you personally. Yeah. Well, and uh, mm, and mm. so I was, I was introduced and we were just chatting and and Michael Sachs he's like, "Yeah, do you know who this guy is?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, Kenny, we just met." He's like, "Best low notes in the world. That's why we hire him. Like his it's low insane. register, come in, knock down, and I know it's going to just be nails. Right. Yeah. So, well, he can he can play high too, but his sure. his low notes are insane. Yeah, right. that was yeah. cool. Very very cool. Wonder if he's got a good low G on bass trumpet. Well, I, I mean, who? Nobody. That's impossible. Who does? That's, <laughs> that's not a thing. That's like the Loch Ness yeah. monster. It's not really a thing. Not a thing. Yeah. All right, boys. It's game time. Oh, I thought we'd no. try something different tonight. Uh-oh. And mostly because I love when Joey has to write new bumpers. 
<laughs> giving me a homework assignment? Another homework yeah, assignment. It's busy right now. Yeah, and I really wasn't sure yeah. what to call this segment. Maybe we can kind of come up with something together afterwards. But the working working title is You Complete Me. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, essentially, these are like completion questions. I'm just going to ask a question, but I'm going to leave out a word, like a fill in the blank, I guess you could say. Okay. And then you guys just you guys have to guess what the word is. We can do okay. that. There's only okay. there's only five of them. It there's should be pretty 37 easy. I think, of them. I think you're going to do really well. Are, are I think we're going to nail this. It's going to be awesome. I think it's I'm be great. skeptical that this no. is going to go well at this all. This is going to be awesome. Are you yeah, ready? We're all, we're all in. Okay. Here's question number one. Anton Weidinger was viewed by many as the best <laughs> player of his time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like this game already. <laughs> wow, you set us up there. Great. Was, well done. That was, Thank you. That was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, well, and I, let I, me know if you want to hear him again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go with keyed trumpet player of all time. Brian? Yeah, keyed bugle. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Bugle. Both yeah. are. I'll accept either answer. I determined ahead of time that I would accept either answer. That's yeah. Great. Okay. All right. We're Good. One for one. All right. Question two. Over the years, many trumpeters have been partial to the now famous P54, and when asked why, the response is always the same. They say, "I will never get tired of this." <laughs> <laughs> this is going and no one could ever get tired of that shilky exactly piccolo yes. trumpet brian <laughs> i was gonna say shilky sound but yes yeah right yes yeah, yeah. clearly right out <laughs> yeah right out you guys are doing well with this oh yeah it's right down our alley <laughs> i thought i thought this would go well that yeah. you would enjoy this all right question three brian's old cornet was fine but he wasn't going to be happy until he got a brand new <laughs> cornet <laughs> Brian, you want to handle this? <laughs> a new brand new Besson cornet. A brand new yes. Besson, Besson, Besson cornet. Yeah, I've heard the, the that, end that, there at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's those. That horn is Besson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Besson. <laughs> awesome. All right. Question four. Some players prefer the look of raw brass. They simply don't worry about their horns looking. <laughs> wow he got himself with that one yeah actually a little bit don't worry about their horns looking shiny shiny shiny, shiny. is the right answer of course That's exactly right i don't know what, yeah, else, what else it could be no actually no no i mean some people don't like that shiny no I mean, brass, they don't no they don't care if they're shiny or not yeah like my sea trumpets raw brass I my sea trumpets raw brass as well yeah yeah. I don't need all that shiny on there. Yeah. All right, one more. Raw brass <clears throat> mouthpiece. Yeah. yeah. What do you play that on? Uh, my, that's your... my lead mouthpiece is uh, uh -huh. raw brass. More so the, grip? Rim, the rim is still raw brass too, right? The whole thing's raw brass. The whole, thing, the whole yeah. mouthpiece hasn't been plated. Yeah. Aren't you worried about gangrene? Not after 12 <laughs> years. Green. You don't get that from a raw brass mouthpiece. I think you get brass poison. Of course, yeah. he never cleans his, his mouthpieces, so maybe. That's how you protect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build up your immunity. Exactly. Please. 
exactly. <laughs> little hair of the right. dog right there. Just one more of these, and that's <laughs> it for tonight. I think that's probably enough. Sure. All right. All right. The Vintage One is arguably, arguably one of the best <laughs> horns in the business. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the best flugel, flugel horns. horns. In the yes, business. it is. It is. That's absolutely Bravo, right. Bravo, guys. Yeah. Hey, five for five on that. Yeah, nailed, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Right. Yeah. So I we're going you guys... with you complete me. Is that what we're going? Well, with? I don't know. I mean, we could call it that. I suppose there's a lot of things we could call it, but okay. Yeah, we could call it ah beep beep. I don't know. A little Donna <laughs> Summer bumper. That, that, that gets me an easier bumper. <laughs> 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 anyway, hoping that's a big hit with our listeners. But I think you guys, I think you did really well there. Totally. You know. On Killed it. it. All right, boys, time for a couple things. The three of us, like many other trumpet professors, enjoy the luxury of really good equipment. Not going to lie. But we have not lost sight of the days when affording such equipment was challenging, if not even a hardship on us and our families. So this episode is devoted to doing trumpet on a budget, how to maneuver the expensive endeavor that is trumpet playing. And there are some ways to do this well without breaking the bank. And hey, we're here to help. Of course we are. It's what we do. Because we're, we're givers. You are the worst at breaking the bank, Joey. Yeah. Most expensive friend ever. <laughs> He for is that. you, not for my <laughs> students. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He you should be that spending all your money. <laughs> I'm trying to spend all of Sarah's money as exactly. fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But when we're talking yeah. about kids, all right, we're now I've got categories. Do you have categories? Oh, shocking. No, we <laughs> Brian and I had an offline conversation about this at one point, just saying like just let him run with it. That's let right. him, <laughs> Just let them do the categories, and right. then we'll just fill in the blanks. So I think we st- I mean, we want to start with horns, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. And then we want to go yeah. mouthpieces, of course. And then we could go like you know mutes and equipment. Yeah. Right? Other gear. Uh, we yeah, we, other we were talking about like gear kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? I, Cases, I like gadgets, that. stuff like that. Gadgets, new new things. Oh, oh let's start things. with gadgets. This is the best part. <laughs> just don't buy those. Oh, that's, <laughs> we just saved you. At least somewhere shy like of three hundred dollars, like immediately. <laughs> like I, like we, we saved you like at least. I think with shipping, I, maybe like three hundred bucks. Three hundred like bucks. That's where shipping, I was going. Yeah. Right just on, south right of three hundred. Right we just there. saved you three hundred dollars. Saved you a lot. So of yeah, money let's right start there. with gadgets. Mm-hmm. Easy. Don't buy them. Don't. Buy right. Them. Just don't. That's do easy. It. That's that's right out. Yeah. That's not in your budget. I hope some people understand what we're talking about. Eventually they will. I think eventually everyone will. We'll bring bringing everybody around slowly. Okay. All right. So let's we're, talk. Let's talk trumpets, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's go right there. This or cornets. Uh, well, let's talk instruments. We can do that, right? <laughs> so if we're talking instruments, the hard part is this: new instruments in the past ten and even and then twenty-five years. Those kind of mark points have gone up astronomically. It's insane. So, like buying a new instrument, listen, long term is probably worth it. If yeah. you can afford it. Yeah. Right. right? So if you're right. at a point of thinking, okay, you know, you get to school and you've got, you know, you've got a good B flat trumpet and you're thinking, I want a really good C trumpet or I want a really good flugelhorn. And you're thinking, I would like something new. If you have the money to buy something new, let's be clear. It's worth it. You can, if you can find yourself a really, really good new horn and that can last you a career. Sure. Now, yeah. that's not what we're talking about tonight. No. 
So I don't want to. I don't want people saying like you're saying we shouldn't buy new horns. That's not what we're saying. Oh no, no. If you're in a position to do that, or it's time you've never had a new horn, and you're getting ready to go to school, and you're going to do that, that's great. But I think we're saying the same thing, and that I've had students show up with a horn, and I think like, well, you know, borderline. Mm-hmm. However, if you got some money set aside, and we can get a C to go along with that B flat, yeah. then you're fine. Right. You know. It's a good, viable Bach. You sound great on it. You know, yeah, could something else be a little more luxurious? Sure, but it's okay to play that older model horn and reserve the money for something else. Right. Or could and, you spend 100, 150 bucks or 100 bucks and get it upgraded a little bit, get some work done to it? Yeah, excellent point. Right. So, yeah, yeah first off, if you're, in, if you're either heading to or in college or at the beginning of your career, you should only be buying professional instruments at this point. Right. The idea of like, well, that's uh, no, <laughs> you got to get yourself something that you would use on a professional job. Right. Yes. Yeah. So where are you going to find them? Easy. Let's start with the easiest place ever. Now, when you hop on the Internet, you can go a number of places. Go to places you trust. And I, you know, we've been talking about these uh, people for over the whole whole uh, year. But boy, a place like Dylan Music, go to their website and they have used instruments. Mm hmm. And they will show you a picture. They'll give you a description, and they've got the price right there. Yep. So you got if you've got your budget and you know what you're doing, looking for, like oh I look I need to see trumpet. You go there, look under used instruments, trumpets, see trumpets, boom, they've got them sitting there on the wall. And they're they're not selling junk either. They're nope. selling good no, solid it, instruments. They've played them. They know <laughs> who's played them. Mm-hmm. They right. they've not been around this long. Because they shafted <laughs> right. people along the way, <laughs> right? Like, right. They, they're there because they they treated people right. Yeah. I look back to I, my my first C trumpet, which I picked up as a master student in Kentucky. I got from Dylan. Is I that right? Him. This is what we have. Like, and Kevin told me at the time, like, just call him. I called. This is what we have. This is in your price range. He goes, here's the thing. I'll send it if I don't hear from you in seven days. It goes on your credit card. Right. Yep. There you that go. was the way it worked. Yeah. And uh, you could still do the same thing today. You know, and I kept totally. that horn. They were absolutely right about that horn. It was a great horn, perfect starter C trumpet for me, and off we go. Oh, absolutely. But right. Dylan's is the place. Yeah, there's a uh, it's a great place to start. There are other there are other stores around uh, around the country. So if you're starting with people stores that have a rep uh, already have a reputation of serving their customers well, and they sell horns on consignment, this is a great place to look for used instruments. Yeah. This is the first place you should be looking. Dylan does an interesting thing too because Shires over the years because I'm you know being an artist with Shires I was privy to some things that they would be getting rid of they refer to them as B stock or C stock right so something they've had around for a long time maybe it was at a bunch of shows maybe it got dinged or has a scratch or didn't meet the quality control thing and they will sell it as B or C stock all of that stuff goes to Dylan now Mm. so it is it is a new horn but it's yep. not being sold as a new horn. Right. So knowing to go in somewhere and ask for B stock or C stock, that's a trick. And that's that's real savings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've had some students buy some B and C stock trumpets from Shires that have been tremendous savings. So Right. So you start with the stores, Dylan mm-hmm. being one of them. There are others, right? Now yeah, if, you're, of course. if you're looking around online, the next level of I think trust, frankly, is when you get into places like Trumpet Herald or even Facebook Marketplace, right? right? Because these are pl- these are places where you can connect with people with whom you can verify their real existence, right? <laughs> right, right. 
and you can get a good idea of, oh, that's a person, or I know someone who knows. Check with your teachers. Check with people mm-hmm. you know. Hey, do you know of? Do you know of? And you can actually verify. Sure, absolutely, I know. You know, I mean, recently I, I watched uh, uh, Micah Wilkinson, principal in Pittsburgh. It was, he sold some things, and he put up the ads on Facebook and put them other places. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's going to be good. You know, right. yeah. Mike is a real person that we know, and it takes good care of stuff. Like you were mentioning Stacy, was that Stacey? last week or a couple of weeks yeah. ago? Stacy Simpson in Louisville. <laughs> like, here's a person that we know. No, she's selling some stuff. Okay, there's someone we know and can trust. Yeah, I'm gonna have her pick all my horns out from now on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, she just—it was amazing. Okay, I love um, that idea. But yeah, um, and so you know, especially students, don't be afraid to go to your teachers and tell them what you're looking for and work with them closely on this because they're all going to know people and be connected. Yeah, they will be connected to somebody in the area or somebody who can mail something or they'll just, Mm -hmm. they'll have friends who are like, yeah, I'm I'm selling this instrument. I'm changing horns. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to do that. No. Get a real deal. The crazy internet part of this, of course, is the eBay thing. Yes. That's the next level. Yeah, and so... Obviously, you need to be careful, very skeptical. But I had a student some years ago that was buying con constellations on eBay and finding good ones. Yeah. Sure. Crazy. Like, he, I don't know. I, it makes me nervous. But he was fearless. Well, I, I mean, the good part is eBay has been established for a while. So there are good, you know, safety features in place. So I think it's yeah, harder they, to they just get completely you, yeah. ripped off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, of course, when you're buying online, you, you just don't know the quality of the horn you're getting, even with pictures and all of that kind of stuff. Right. But but if you know what you're looking for, and this, again, it, you know, if you're young and you don't have a lot of experience, get to someone who does, a, a mm-hmm. teacher or a friend or a colleague or somebody that, that you know, and you'll, you know somebody that will help you with this. Right. You know, and say, hey, does this look okay to you? And have them, you know, because sometimes we're like, um, yeah, how'd you find that? Because you can, <laughs> if you're willing to do the work, you can find the deals. The thing is, is that it's harder and harder and harder because everybody has the same access. Everybody, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like the used car market, right? Yep. With, <laughs> with supply chain issues, the used cars went through the roof. So, yeah, y- used instruments can be more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, too, like, you know, I have students that come here and then end up ultimately want to play Shires, and that's fine. But if they, I think we can agree, if they come through the door with a Bach, we're happy. Sure. Yeah, totally. Like, absolutely happy. We all grew up playing those horns. And, and in a lot of cases, again, I'm, I'm more about getting them a match set of Bach horns than I am trying to sway them to do something else. Because a lot of times the price on those used, the used Bachs, are gonna they're gonna help you can get a lot of horns for the money yeah or and they're you know? just but there are more of them out there because they've been making horns forever absolutely yeah 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 so and now don't ignore the old school way of doing this mm. if there are pawn <laughs> shops in your area yeah <laughs> just go drop in go look yeah. every mm-hmm. once in a while people clear out either through estate sales or just clearing out closets or clearing out garage sales and they just end up with horns. I actually, I've heard all kinds of great stories. You know, I found this unbelievable horn. But I did find, I was looking, the sea trumpet I had for a while, it's not great. Um, so I was looking, and uh, when I was teaching at St. Joseph's College in Rensselaer, Indiana, uh, <laughs> this kid told me, hey, there's this weird sea trumpet over there. I said, what do you mean? He said, I don't know. It just seems like the tuning slide's a little too short on the top. So oh. I went in, and it was one of the old Bach 
two thirty nines with the oh. S pipe. You know how they used to cut them short yes. on the top to make those fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went in there, looked at it, and was like, "Huh, boy, yeah, it's a little weird." He goes, "Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to get this out here. Came in with an estate thing. Um, you know, I've got it listed for like five hundred bucks. And I'm like, yeah, but with the slide, I'm gonna have to do some stuff. How's like, how's like three fifty? And he's like, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> so I bought it and I uh, took it uh, to well actually Brent Laidler who is, uh, was still in Lafayette at the time I just took that to him I'm like hey give this the once over put it in good shape you know which is like another you know 100 bucks or so right I used that horn for years <laughs> fantastic it was great yeah. so uh, uh-huh. you know this this you know don't be afraid to go walk around places but pawn shops are a great place to find old horns and I'm, a I'm... lot of old horns are still great horns absolutely yeah, yeah. Yep. There might also be somebody in your area who sort of specializes in, you know, buying horns and selling horns and being sort of a clearinghouse for horns. There's a guy in Philly like that. It's he's amazing. He's an excellent player. He's a great teacher um, and he's well known. And I bought my um, my Mount Vernon from him mm-hmm. um, and it was a great deal. And, you know, I just went to his house. I, I had borrowed a flugelhorn from him for a gig and. And he uh, and I just I said, do you happen to have? And he goes, I think so. And he went down to his basement. And he pulled up this horn. I played it. I was like, oh, my gosh. And right. uh, so he just gave me a price and away I walked that with a it. new horn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've never bought one in a pawn shop, but I am. I always look. Of course. It's, because it, it's, <laughs> it's fun. fun. <laughs> it's fun to do. And you never know. Like you're saying, you could yeah. stumble on something. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the brand thing again, if you don't mind, obviously. Sure. When we think about budget horns today, we're thinking about the bunch of used box that are out there. Yep. But there are other brands also that we trust. Of course. You know, uh, yeah. in terms of the B-flats and the Cs in particular. Oh, I yeah. love the used Yamahas. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, see, if you see, you know, Bach, Yamaha, these are, these are going to be dynamite, you know, most of the time, just really, really good, solid, all-around horns. Um, Others are I, it, others. Maybe you have to play a little bit more. Those are the ones I just don't you know, don't even blink at, right? But mm-hmm. like for B flat trumpets, if you find some older, like you said, like the Con Constellations, right? Mm-hmm. Right. There, there are trumpet players that love these to this day <laughs> and are like, uh, I want this and I want this and that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are good Con horns out there. I mean, think about cornets, right, Brian? If you saw a seventy-year-old cornet that said "olds" on it. Mm-hmm. I, I have a couple here in the office. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, that'll, that'll play. That'll, that'll work. Fine. So, you know, like no uh, the horns that were made, the old, like Olds, uh, Besson, uh, Benj, which aren't even, you know, aren't even made anymore. Like uh, if you see some of these horns, uh, Getson, uh, these kinds of things, these are good. Usually these are, there used to be a lot more, uh, more just horns out there of yep. different makes and models so that now mm-hmm. it's become a lot more unified, which I don't always think is great. Like I'd almost want more mm-hmm. different stuff out there. Um, but it, it, there's, there's tons of stuff out there. So to say, I've never heard of this before. Ask somebody and they go, Oh yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and of course I know we're talking mostly about our college students in this, but um, man, in terms of like a intermediate horns or, or horns for younger kids on a budget, those gets in 400 series and 700 oh, yeah. series horns Fantastic. are amazing. Yeah. yeah, just just to endorse that, they they take a beating. I mean, they're right. sturdy as anything. <laughs> Built the like valves tanks. will always work, right. whether they've been oiled or not. Right, they're going to work, and the sound is really nice. Yeah, yeah. they make good. They so, just make good horns. 
It's good stuff. Um, let's talk a little bit about. Let's shift gears while we're on horns to flugelhorns. What are your favorite? What's your favorite bargain flugelhorn to find? Well, this is where we go back to Yamaha. There, yes. I mean, Yamaha, like if there are, you know, more Bach B-flat trumpets and C trumpets out there uh, mm-hmm. for that are in the used market, there are more <laughs> Yamaha flugelhorns yes. than when we talk about flugels. <laughs> sure. uh, because I think what happens an awful lot, and I talk to my college students about this all the time, is when people buy these when they're young and, and whenever they get to a place where they know this, they're not playing them, they sell off in this order piccolos, Cs, and flugels. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're looking, you can find all kinds of good old boxy trumpets and even Yamaha C trumpets, you know, over the past 30 years have been great. Um, but Yamaha flugels have always been at the absolute dead worst, really, really good horns. Yeah, they're excellent. And they're all over the place. Yeah, well, Brian and I both have the same, both have had it modified, right? But it's the YFH 631. Yeah, yeah. the gold, the, the rose brass The, the rose yeah. brass. 631G yeah. with the gold brass. Uh, right. The gold brass, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, mine's just a 631. So. Oh. So yeah, Brian's the G. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, Brian's mine has the pedal C, apparently. Well, yours has the pedal in it. That's what the G stands for. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's standing between you and Pat's That's bones. it. If I could just have the G bell, I would be all over it. All right, we're going um, to get that taken care of. <laughs> right. So when I was in school, the whole thing was to find an old used queen on. Oh, sure. yeah. Those are great. Beautiful sounding. Not in tune, like <laughs> those at all. The reputation of those, which I have found to be accurate in my experience, is gorgeous sound, hard to tune. So they're great solo horns. They're not always great section horns. Yeah, the yeah. UK guys like um, the Bach flugelhorn. They're the only ones I've heard a few. Oh, <laughs> wow! That's, you mean yeah. the ones that are wrapped like the funky cornet wrap? No. Just regular rap. Oh, like okay. Newer, All right. That, yeah. that one. Sure. Yeah, oh, that one's fine. It's a beautiful sound. So, yeah. But you know what? You know who else makes a good old? If you if you run across the old blessing flugelhorn, oh, yeah. they made sure. a four oh, valve. Oh wow! Yes, the four valve is great. Obviously, I, the Convintage one. Uh, you know that our friend Fred uh, originally made. Those are great flugelhorns. If you can get your hands horn. on one, um, just go ahead and buy that. What about the Getson four valve? The Gets actually the Getson used. three valve and four valve are both mm-hmm. really good flugelhorns. Yeah. I have well. the I had to have two of the blessings here mm-hmm. four valve that they used to use in brass choir here before I got here. Those are di- those are dynamite oh, right. horns. Yeah, they still play great. Yeah, they're re- those are really good. And uh, yeah. these are harder to find now, and they were more on the west coast than they were on the east coast. But Canstall also made really oh, nice. Yeah. They made mm-hmm. this uh, rose brass bell. It's almost a pinkish mm-hmm. hue on that yes, on that bell. I know that That's horn. A, it's a nice big wide bell. Gorgeous little yeah. horn. Yeah. And they also made really good trumpets. Canstall was one of those manufacturers on the west coast that made parts for everybody. Because yes. I, I don't think this might yeah. be as well-known as it used to be. But, like, Getson makes valve clusters for lots of people. Yes, they do. You know? <laughs> and, like, B&S in Europe makes valve clusters and lots of other parts for lots of other horn manufacturers. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, like, the basics of that horn <clears throat> might be a B&S or might be a Getson or used to be a Canstall. Yeah. You know? And they kind of made parts everywhere. for everybody. Yeah. So you know, yeah, you didn't really, even really good you horns. didn't even know that those were the parts on your horns, right? But they were there, <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember being in the Canstall factory, <laughs> late '80s, early '90s, and that was when they were just kidding around. Maybe early '90s. Remember the new French Besson in like 1993 yeah. or whatever. Sure, it was? yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Canstall made that. I was in the factory. Oh, went, really? That was a great this horn. room. I walked by and went, "Is that the new French Besson?" They're like, mm. "Um, well, see, here's the thing." <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's funny. So if you I'm see Canstall, a... there's another name there. 
I'm every day I'm, I'm playing a Dylan flugelhorn. Well, I was going to ask about this because Dylan makes a doubler and Trent Austin has a doubler too, right? right. Austin custom brand. He makes a doubler for. I've not tried either one of those horns. It's it's fine. I play it every day. But they're day. budget horns. Yep. They are. Yeah, very it's like affordable. four or five hundred bucks. I haven't played bucks. a lot yeah. of them either. Yeah, but I've heard good things about them. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. All right, good. Good brands out there for flugelhorn. Um, I'm going to come back to a horn we've talked about several times in terms of the piccolo, and that's the gets in a turn of piccolo. Oh, yeah. Totally. But I think everybody knows now you can't get those super cheap. (laughs) Everyone figured it out. They're just not around. But, yeah, if you can find, I mean, obviously, you know, Shilkies have been the industry standard for quite a while now, so they are on the market, but they're still fairly expensive. Um, If you bought a brand-new Shilky P54 in 1990, you could sell it for more than you bought it for now. Yeah. Right. That's uh, just no no one gets tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh but obviously Shokis are great, Yamaha's are great, and uh mm-hmm. but Getsons are great. Uh those those are those are the hidden ones. And here's the thing, the old Selmers, which the Getson is a copy oh, of. Yeah. Uh, sometimes those pop up because people don't know what they've got there because wor- Shoki has been there for yeah. so long. It's a great but it's a horn. worthwhile horn to pursue. I still have one in this office. Yeah. I got yeah. one here too. Yep. If yeah, if you find a Selmer pick, Selmer Paris, Yeah, the last yeah. time I played last yeah. time I played Brandenburg was that five or six years ago now. It was I was on the Selmer. Right? Oh, it was on that one. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. didn't do it on your shirt, sir. No, my shirt was actually had a valve problem. And so I was like, oh wow. gosh. So I had Well, to they're fragile. So <laughs> yeah, they're delicate horn. and I beat them up. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And obviously the um, shirts are which I have is great. So Brian has yeah. is great. Yeah. Well, that kind of I wanted to cover those other horns because those are the horns students also start to look for at a time, right? They're trying to fill this out at a time when they are very much on a budget, undergrad. You know, and, you're and to they might not know these, these names because they're not as big as right. when exactly. we were growing up. But don't look past them because they're not one of the mainstream names today because those are great horns. Absolutely, fabulous. Yeah. They're out there lurking and and they work work really well. All right, uh, one more thing about piccolo, if you don't mind, because this is sort of an accessory thing, but not. If you can find a cheap piccolo, one of these ones we're talking about, you can make that halfway decent piccolo into a phenomenal piccolo by buying Blackburn pipes for it. Buy the Blackburn pipes. Done and done. Yeah. It's cheaper than a new horn, and it will it will take an okay horn and make it great. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm overemphasizing that. No, you're not. They're, exactly. they're true. No, if, I, I don't know... Gosh, I don't know that I know anyone that plays a Selmer pick that doesn't have uh, the Blackburn pipes on it. Sure. You know, when I I got my Selmer pick, I've told the story in here before from my undergraduate teacher, and he had the pipes then. They were stamped with an L. Yeah. Because they were, in those days, they were Louisville pipes. Louisville pipes. Louisville pipes, that's right. Louisville. Louisville. One more thing in looking for budget horns. Yes. Just a, a short plug. I'm, I have this down. I wrote short notes and I looked over. Remember this. Go to conferences. So oh, yeah. when you go mm-hmm. to National Trumpet Competition, when you go to International Trumpet Guild, if you go to like the, your music educator conference, a lot of times a lot of these manufacturers will have set up with tables. And a lot of times they're hoping to be able to sell those at the end of those at a discount because they've been there at the show. Yep. Right. So there will thinking, be a show discount as well. Right, right. So you might be saying, hey, this is great. I'd really like this. Tell you what, can I have mm-hmm. I got a deal for you? That's another mm-hmm. good place to go look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yep, the shows are terrific. Yeah. All right, so we got through horns. Right. What's next? Mouthpieces. Mouthpieces are really hard. Uh, 
this is the the hardest thing I, I think I deal with as a teacher right now is trying to find how, because what we really want to do is be able to try them out. And yep. there just aren't places you can walk in and try stuff out. And it's not sure. like you can just order because mouthpieces now, you know, they're starting, you know, just a stock mouthpiece is going to start in the 50 to 65 to your in bucks. Yeah. yeah. So custom things are starting at over 100. So right. you really got you've really got to find somebody who's got some mouthpieces where you can at least get in the ballpark. Yeah. And then you really got to get to the place where you want to go to the place where they're made. So this is you know, where you're, it's harder to do this on a budget, but it's worth doing right. Yeah, this is where, you know, I have the educator's kit from Pickett. Mm -hmm. So I can mix and match things and try to help people get people in the right place. And I have enough mouthpieces now that I can let students play them for quite a while before they have to make the investment. Right. But if they really have it dialed in, you know, Peter has a couple things going on there. One, you can get it as a one piece, yep. which is cheaper. Mm -hmm. right. And then the other thing is that he they're great about this. They are constantly running scratch and dent sales on the website. Yeah, sure. and you can get stuff way cheaper than than new if you go check that out. Yes, if they've got what you want. Right, it's a matter of catching. But the, catching the, the, the right first time. part is kind of finding <laughs> out what you want, which is just yet another plug for you know going to these conferences where you can try stuff out, get an idea. Do, do I like these rims? Does this feel good on my face? And where am I in the size range? Is this going to be okay? Okay, you know. Do you remember when the investment was calling Osmond Brass? <laughs> and having them make you twenty four, I went in one and a quarter, twenty four, twenty four. That was the that was that the was modification. Yep, sure. Right. And now it's crazy. I know that what's available is is there's so much more, but then it's so hard to find. It is. You know? <laughs> so it's at once better because you can get exactly what you want. But then, how do you know exactly what you want? Is a hard thing. But right. this is like I said, this is harder to do on a budget, but. It's it's worth it. So you really got to make that. You got to make that saving. You save up for it. Don't go just buying a whole bunch of mouthpieces. No. You're just going to drive yourself crazy. But this also is a thing when you're looking at where to spend the money. There's only so much money. You have a decent horn. A really great mouthpiece will make that a great horn. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the, the but the, the other way around doesn't enough. work. No, it doesn't work. If you've got no. the exact right mouthpiece and the horn's kind of a, or the horn's mm. the best thing in the universe and the mouthpiece is bad, is you this, can't play. Yeah, no, you can't do it. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. No, and you're and you're still playing a megatone five C. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it kind of hurt a little bit. Well, we we've been oh. very supportive of Bach tonight, but. Sure. I'm yeah, not a I, I don't like fan. those. That's not okay. I don't like those that no. extra heavy mouthpieces for no, no. apparent reason. I don't get well, it. I, the thing is, I, when I understood, and I could be wrong about this, but I understood that they basically they're bored out. They're just twenty six throats. That's what made them sound the way they did. Not all the extra weight, of course. Yeah, I don't. Now, I don't, I don't know, know if that's true or not. I don't know. I don't know if that's true either. Mm -hmm. All I know is when I tried them, I couldn't. I couldn't sound good on them, so I just didn't buy any of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's an unfortunate yeah. thing. They're yeah. not cheap either. No. Yeah, no. That's the hard part. So yeah, mouthpieces harder to find. Uh, but if you find what you want, then the same thing applies. You know, mm -hmm. go hunting. Go hunting, see if you can find some good deals. Um, at a place like yeah. Dylan's, they have like three bins of mouthpieces that are yeah. used. And you just go in there with the spray, and you just pick them up, check them out, play them a few right. notes, and you can just do that. At a place like that, because they have tons of mouthpieces through yeah. there, and, and you might find an old, fun. you know, one and a half, twenty four, twenty four, or something, one and a half Schmidt, whatever that yeah. is, that could be great. 
<laughs> You've never been older. The Schmidt factor. I'm just Does saying. Does anyone know what that is anymore? That's no. awesome. There's no need for anyone to know what that is anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But but if you are gonna if you are gonna spend the money, the mouthpiece is worth it, right? I think we're yeah. agreeing on this yeah, yeah, more yeah. so than if you can't do the horn upgrade, it's okay because if you've got the great the right mouthpiece, you're in a good better place. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Accessories. Yeah. Now this is where you want to be just looking for sales, right? Of this is the thing. People do people put stuff on sale. There's coupons now and this is we're gonna do this. Sure. And you know, wait around and know what you look for and just wait because there's tons of it out there. There's so much gear out there. One, prioritize. There you go. Right now, this is coming from me, and I have a trumpet problem. <laughs> yes, you, know, you those do. Who, anybody who's been in my office walks in, and usually the first thing they do is look at the walls and kind of laugh because there are trumpets all over the walls. There are cases all over this wall. There are you know, mouthpieces and mutes. And so it's a, it's a, you know, I have a bit of a trumpet problem, and luckily my career sort of supports that. But the idea is you, know, you want to prioritize, is this something? What's, like you should have a list of here's, here's what I'm getting and, and in which order. Right. And, you know, what do I need and what do I want? And just keep working on those lists mm -hmm. because you might see something and go, hey, that's super cool. Do I really do I need that or do I want that? And so I have that list right. going. So as Mars gear, you know, you need a great trumpet, you need a great mouthpiece, you need great mutes, you need stands. You know, those kinds of things should all be priority. Mm -hmm. And if you're young, this is if you're like, you know, when you're talking birthday presents, Christmas presents and your parents are like, well, what are you, know, you thinking? Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. You know what would be cool? <laughs> you know, like this mute bag or that stand for a flugelhorn, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Uh, things that you don't think about buying all the time, but you will use for the rest of your life. You well, do have to prioritize, is... though. Yeah, that's you step do. one. I have students with like two great trumpet stands and a $5 straight mute. That sounds <laughs> like you put a sock in your bell. They probably <laughs> still have the sticker on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> or then again, not. <laughs> not but if they're in this studio. <laughs> but prioritizing <laughs> prioritizing and planning is great, especially if you, like you're saying, Joe, you know, um, Christmas, mm -hmm. make a list. Yeah. Don't yeah. be afraid to add. And, you know, when you to account for that coming from somewhere, man, if you could remove that from your own personal budget and still get it cared for, pff, yeah, do it. Birthdays, whatever. Don't be afraid to ask for those things. Yeah. You and, know, I, you know, and again, when you show up at the shows. The uh, mm -hmm. Zinger mute, right, that Chris Legault makes oh. it, the trump chord, right? The yeah. first year that they were out, I ran into, um, oh, I, I went by Chris, and he says, well, you know, tell me what you think of this. So I played it, and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and need to buy this. <laughs> and he said, well, ah, it's kind of my last one. <laughs> and, you know, I wanted around the show. I said, hey, listen, keep it till the end of the show. Can mm -hmm. I, I'll buy that one. <clears throat> Just yeah. let me yeah. take it home with me when we're all done. And he yeah. said, sure. Oh, because it was like Graham Breedlove had said, have you tried these yet? And I said, no, I'll walk over. You know, so I never tried it. And he's like, okay, sure. And he gave me a deal because everybody was going to be using that for the next two days. Yep. Sure. And then yeah. at the end of the last day, I walked by, gave him my cash, put the mute in my bag and took it home. And off you go. That's I'm still using that to this day, right. you know. Or like the time that Brian and I bought you the pink practice mute in England. Yes. <laughs> and snuck it through customs to get it back home to you. I, right. appre I appreciate you guys making the hit through customs on that. That was good. That's <laughs> no, right there. You only had to pay off a couple people. Yeah. That's right. We got it done. 
Yeah, the other expensive thing, I know we're talking mostly about equipment stuff tonight, and just to say that we're not ignoring this is just buying music. Oh. You know, yeah. like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're recognizing that that's out there too, and that's a difficult thing, but it's so important to build your library and get that done. But, you know, I've been to the NTC, been to NTC or to ITG and been to a table where a publisher is there, and it's like 50% off, 80% right. off, whatever. That is also the time to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, absolutely. Buy that music. Um, I'm sure lots of people listening have figured out uh, dubious ways of getting their hands on digital copies of things. Of course. No offense to any friends we have in New Mexico. Um, no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, all meant in good fun, of course. But you should buy and own music, as we've discussed here before. If you don't, then there just won't be as much coming forward. And we want more and more being written. So we've got to keep buying. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, Absolutely. That, that is worth it. And absolutely, yeah, wait for the sales. Prioritize and then keep your eyes out. This should be one of those things, and I know I've got a problem, but this is one of the <laughs> things I always am just kind of keeping my eyes on. And then, you know, see like, oh, you know, I, there's things I still are out there. And I do remember after buying a, a horn several years ago being asked, so you, are you done now? Oh, no. Not <laughs> right. even close. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you guys both know what's on top of my list right now, um, well, and yes. I know, and I know right where it is. <laughs> so, is it still there? Still available? It, it was. It was a couple of days ago. <laughs> so, wow. Um, you know, so that idea of all right. So if, if I can get to a place, and then I'll be making a phone call, send that right out. Right. You know. Wow. But yeah, so it, it's one of those things I just kind of always in your free time, kind of if you're scrolling on your phone and you're in, you don't have any uh, any purpose or intent. Think about it this way. If you're scrolling through TikTok and you can't remember the third thing that you just watched, then you're not doing anything. You're just wasting time. Right. So why not have an idea of like, hey, I'm going to go do a little online shopping and see what's out there, keeping my eyes on what's <laughs> mm -hmm. available and what pops up. You know. Yeah. Things like E-flat soprano cornets or... As an example. <laughs> for just, example. For example. If there, if there happened example. to be a shilky with a brilliant bell... In Kansas right. City, for example. For example. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd want to, if I'd know, like, I just to make up no. a hypothetical situation. Oh, that's trumpet <laughs> on a different kind of budget. Well, right. <laughs> yes, it well, is. Well, but, it, it, I mean, but it is still a budget issue, you know, because yeah. the difference between what they are on consignment and what they are new right. is considerable. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely different. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully this is kind of helpful, right? You know, we're just so. saying we understand how we understand it's expensive, but we there are some ways around it. And if before we're creative... before you sign off on this, though, everybody yeah. should understand that if you call Bill, he is an amazing salesperson <laughs> and <laughs> connector. He will connect you. He will connect the dots for you. He will grease the skids. I mean, it's pretty amazing what you what you I'm do and how you operate. Happy to help anyone and everyone. Yes, it's very impressive. Well, I'm, well, thank you. That's very kind. Yeah. And if you have do doubts about, hey, I've never heard of this instrument or this thing, send us an email: theopenbell at gmail dot com. Yeah. We are geeks, and we will answer. We'll be very yeah. open with our opinions. And you might catch Joey at a time where he's willing to part with something right now because he's looking at something else, exactly. which is another, you know. You might broker that deal. All right, boys, time for no offense. Hey, 
Hey, look, sticking with the same old equipment because you're afraid of the financial aspects is a little crazy. So be creative and seek out other options. Consider what it looks like to try something new and make a change for the better. It's possible to find really good gear on a budget and make your trumpeting life better. If you want to make a move, don't be afraid to do that, right? Take a look at what's out there. See what changes you can make. It's fun, and don't buy gadgets. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go back. Right. Think about how much money we're saving you by not <laughs> buying the gadgets, actually using the stuff that you're going to use. Yes. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's just, that's what you should you always have an eye out. Always be shopping. ABC, always be shopping. And the gadget thing. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> what just happened. ABC, always be shopping. Always be shopping. It's the ABCs of Trevor. Always be shopping. Look, as long as it sounds okay on here, we're good. That's all that really matters. Yeah, you know, I mean, ABCs like these Trevor, gadgets. Arvin, Belk, Clark, right? ABC. <laughs> well, according to what you just said. It would actually be Arvin, Belk, and Stoneman. But... <laughs> And these gadgets, it's a $300 one-time use. If it works like it's supposed to, you're done with it. You're done. You don't even need it. <laughs> and boom, right. click, done. But the trumpet, the mouthpiece, <laughs> and the music, you'll be using the rest of your life. Forever. That's what we're saying. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Right buy used gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> it will have fixed everyone. Don't, don't buy need, used gadgets. Don't buy gadgets. You just don't need them. Or don't buy them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boys, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors. And don't break the bank. So long from now, remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.